SBN News, Episode 15. Welcome to the Savage Bloggers Network News, where we highlight some of the awesome Savage Worlds RPG content and news shared by publishers, licensees, and fans. I'm Christian Serrano. And I'm Ron Blessing. We've got really cool stuff in this episode. We have really cool stuff every episode. All right, fair enough. Speaking of episodes, we did manage to release the first episode of Simply Savage, and we talked about the C word conversions yes yeah so we cover the idea of conversions versus uh, adaptations and uh you know cite some examples and experiences and uh sort of offer some suggestions in that so yeah go take a listen and let us know what you think of course we're trying to do tight podcasts like this one where it's you know around 20 minutes or less i think we clocked our first one in at like 21 minutes and uh the next episode is going to be about bennies all about bennies so uh, look forward to that one. Uh, that will be next Thursday. Indeed, yeah. Um, yeah, we're like, and as Ron said, we're still aiming for fifteen to twenty minutes. First one, we kind of got uh, carried away. We went over twenty-one minutes. Ooh, ooh. But uh, quite honestly, we were having a lot of fun with that first podcast, and and we're really excited about doing the next one. So uh, I couldn't find much to edit out. It was good. It was. It really was. I I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. I listened to it twice, in fact. I enjoyed it so much. I was like, oh, I want to keep talking about that. But, you know, <laughs> defeats the purpose well, of the short format if we do. We can always revisit the topic later if we have more on it. That's true. That's true. We could. Maybe that's uh, something we'll consider. So, all right. So we get to the news? Yeah. Our first news bit is Benny-related. Tell us about it. Yeah. So um, many of you might recall that some time ago, I, th- I forgot what month it was, <laughs> um, a few months ago, Pinnacle Entertainment Group had updated the rules regarding Shaken. And what it boiled down to was that if you succeeded on your um, spirit roll uh, to recover from being Shaken, you could also act on that same turn. And that was it. Yeah, no more more needing a raise. Right, exactly. So there was a lot, a lot of community conversation uh, around... um, around the idea of, you know, how much of an impact this is going to have on the game and, and what mechanics this affects, like tricks and tests of wills, among other things. And Clinton um, himself had to change my mind. Yeah, we actually did a Hangout on Air, which we'll, we'll link yeah. to in the show notes, uh, to talk about the, uh, the rule change and, and what impact it has on the game. But in any case, finally, several months later... Um, Eric Lamoureux, who we uh, featured his blog last last episode, um, he wrote up a, a little blog post to talk about life after the shaken bomb and uh, just kind of talks about his experience with uh, how it's played out in his game and, and how it's affected him and his players. How's it? Have you played much since the new rule, ruling? No, quite honestly, I have been... I, I've been in a hiatus, and um, which is now, you know, I've talked about in past episodes. I'm, I'm trying to ramp up to start a new campaign of some sort in the near future, but uh, I do plan to use it. And I, I think I know that my players in the past have had issues with the old shaken rule. So uh, I think they're, they're going to welcome the change. I've been able to run a few times with the, the new shaken rule and it's universally loved by everyone that's, uh, that's played. That's good. That's so, a good sign. Yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely very happy with it. 
So check out Life After the Shaken Bomb, clever title. Yeah, indeed. And indeed. and uh, Pinnacle just keeps coming with content, like insanely. There is now more free content out for Necessary Evil Breakout, also known as Necessary Evil 2. Electric Boogaloo. No, I'm kidding. Or That's not really part, the subtitle. Part do. Part do. Isn't it kind right. of part point five actually in, in the chronology? Wouldn't it be Breakout 2 Electric Boogaloo? Yes. Ooh. So if there's another Breakout? Breakout. It would be Necessary Evil 3, Breakout 2, Electric Boogaloo. This is just going way too far. <laughs> so anyway, check out Pinnacle's website. More free stuff. There's like all kinds of coolness there for you. Yeah. Check it out. One of the really cool things they've updated is uh, they've updated the vehicles from the original Necessary Evil to be uh, compatible with the Savage World Science Fiction Companion. Which is a big thing they did with the second edition of the uh, Superpowers Companion. When they released it at the same time as the Sci-Fi Companion, they want there to be more crossover because there is. Superhero worlds tend to have super science in them. Right, right, so exactly. So it totally works. Exactly. And on a related note, they also updated the races from the original Necessary Evil, uh, particularly Atlantean and the Atlantean hybrid racial rules, yep. uh, to also be compatible with um, the uh, Savage World Superpowers Companion, and I guess using uh, the mechanics from the uh, science fiction companion as well. Yep, as so. far as getting the, the, the race to be balanced and stuff. Right, right, and interoperable with the two. Uh, rules so yeah so the, and there's some other things there but go check it out check out that post it's in the show notes and uh and yeah they're just they just keep giving us stuff man it's crazy that's why they're Very cool exciting yeah it's pretty awesome so let's talk about ultima forsen's new release yeah so uh we've talked about this in the past and uh they came out with came out with a new adventure the monk and uh it's an introductory adventure for three to five novice heroes and essentially they're sort of asked to find and escort a wise monk uh, who is an expert on the plague so i have not looked at this adventure but this brings me to a, a little piece of advice that i have if you are a licensee and you're looking for a great way to write an adventure to, in, to, to introduce um, people to your setting I really recommend Wiggy's starting adventure in the back of the Pirates of the Spanish main book. It actually introduces all the subsystems of Savage Worlds. If you actually recall, um, Pirates of the Spanish main included the rules, much the way Solomon Kane did. And that adventure is great because it literally walks all the players through the different subsystems that were available at the time in, in Savage Worlds. And, that's pretty uh, neat. Yeah, I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, that should be a blueprint, in my opinion, for adventures that are meant to introduce people to your setting. Yeah, you know what also helps? What? If it's free, like this one is. That's the best part about adventures that are free, is that they are free and don't cost any money. That's right. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, it's a free PDF, and it kind of gives you a taste of what uh, an Ultima Four Sand adventure sort of looks and feels like. So go download it. And, and I think that's a setting that needs it. That's a, it's a good thing that they've done this. I, I agree. I think that was a very wise strategic move on their behalf. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Cool. And speaking of crazy dark things. Yes. The Codex Infernus, the Savage Guide to Hell, revised. Uh, this is a second time around for this Kickstarter from the fine folks at Gunmetal Games. It's, it's funded. They're looking to hit some stretch goals. 
it's got less than two weeks left. Uh, I say get some cool extra stuff by uh, get this thing more funded than it is. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I uh, so I had backed it the first time, and I backed it again right. the second time that it came out. I am I really like incorporating, um, uh, you know, sort of uh, supernatural horror in my fantasy games. Yeah, and so when I heard that he was coming out with this, I was like, "That is perfect." And and I also uh, use it a lot in Ebron games as well because you know demons and overlords and all that kind of stuff they play a significant role in that setting. So well, um, doesn't um, this also have an implied setting now? Isn't that one of the things that they added? Yeah, so that's one of the other things they added. At first, it was just going to be a generic toolkit, and uh, now they're they're doing also uh, an implied setting, so you can use use it for either, which is nice. So I have said this before, and I'll say it again. Um, having worked for David Jarvis, a uh, solid, awesome person. Um, he deserves every success that he gets in the Savage Worlds community, and he deserves support for this product and any other product that he puts out. Yes, yeah. he's definitely a great positive force in our community. Absolutely, absolutely. And, uh, and also, for anyone who... Uh, it doesn't run fantasy or isn't running fantasy currently, but is looking for ways to incorporate supernatural, you know, sort of demonic horror. There will be guidelines in the book uh, for that, for a variety of, ge- of genres, in fact. And like all things Savage Worlds, it should be easy to pop this into different games. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The modularity of Savage Worlds really helps with that. In general, helps mm-hmm. that along. Absolutely. Totally. Yeah. Totally. So this last one is kind of near and dear to me because it was one of my first editing assignments um there is a bundle of holding for hellfrost that's pretty cool if i didn't already own it i would totally go in on this you you may assume that i already own hellfrost and you'd be correct (laughs) (laughs) um but the bundle of holding is really neat um it's got all kinds of of stuff. You start out for eight ninety five. Uh, you can get the player's guide, the arcane lore um, supplement, and the heroes and villains compendium. Both really, uh, both really ne- neat additions to Hellfrost. But if you want to go like the full on everything you need to really run the game, in my opinion at least, um, you go for the game master's collection, and you do that on bundle of holding by paying. More than the current threshold price, which is basically the average price that's been paid for the full bundle. Right. Currently, it's, I think, $21.82. You level up, and then you get whatever's in the Game Master's collection. And that adds the Bestiary, the Gazetteer, Hellfrost Adventure Compendium 1, and Hellfrost Encounters Book 1. You've got lots of material at that point for less than twenty bucks. That's that's very true. Yeah. In fact, the the Hellfrost Bestiary and Gazetteer alone individually are about twenty bucks each. So right. th- this is a fantastic deal. And and I'll, I'll I'll also say that the Hellfrost Bestiary, even if you're not running Hellfrost, it's actually pretty valuable for other fantasy settings as well. It's it's a pretty cool book. I had a lot of fun working on the Bestiary because Wiggy is very creative when it comes to coming up with really creepy and weird monsters. Like there were one or two monsters that didn't make it into the book. Cause I was like, Wiggy, this is even too weird for me. So, <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. He's, he's so friggin' talented. And, and, uh, you really see it in this best Nice. Nice. 
So I'm gonna I'm gonna plug for you because I know you're too modest to do it. But uh, you did an interview with the folks from Triple Ace Games way back with um, under the uh, Games the Thing podcast, which a I million years ago, yeah, yeah. It's a it was a really good um, sort of way to to get a solid understanding of the setting. And I remember becoming right. sort of enamored by it just from that podcast alone, that interview alone. So uh, if if you haven't checked out Hellfrost before, you might want to go check out that podcast. Go look for it. Maybe we'll put a link in the show notes. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, probably. And uh, go check it out, too. Yeah, it's, it was it was a fun interview. It was a little hard you to hear, also have to you, you do have to get past Wiggy sounding like he's in a fishbowl inside a bathroom talking, but... He literally lives on a remote island off of the British Isles. And the connection was was awful, and there was a storm happening. So he just sounded terrible. Wasn't that a winter storm, too? It was, it was a crazy thing, yeah. I was living in Tucson at the time, so I didn't know from winter. Right. I don't know what this winter thing that you spoke of was, but yeah, absolutely. I, I just thought that was fitting. <laughs> It was very cool. It was very it thematic. Was great, yeah, <laughs> it was it was a it was a great conversation. If you can get past some of the sound issues that we had, yeah. And yeah. I loved having you know multiple people on the show. I, I always loved that. So yeah, it was a lot of fun to listen to. It was Definitely good stuff. Fun. Yeah, good stuff. Like I used to say. That's right. That's right. <laughs> awesome. Good stuff. <laughs> I think that's it, isn't it? That is. That is it. All right. Well, thank you for listening. And be sure to visit the SBN website at www.savagebloggers.net. There we have links to the aggregated SBN RSS feed, our YouTube channel, podcast subscription links, and more. If you enjoy our show and you want to show your support, check out our Patreon page or PayPal donation link, both of which are also available from the main website. And whatever you do until next time, keep it fast, furious, and fun. Hey, Christian, what did the fish say when it swam into the wall? I don't know. Damn.